Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, and I'm a content creator going by the handle Cheap Lazy Vegan. And I also own a vegan cafe by the same name as the podcast, which is Savage Cafe. And I'm Daniel, also a vegan and one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends currently living in different countries, and we'll be giving our savage take on all things life, veganism, and the latest trending topics. So basically, whatever comes to our minds, because we love to talk. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Hello, everyone. Good morning and good afternoon, and welcome to another episode of the savage podcast. Hello. Yeah, how are, how, how, hopefully everyone's having a fantastic day today. Um, and today we have a very interesting topic, which is actually, I think, very close to, um, well, I was going to say both of our hearts, but more topical <laughs> to Rose as she is, as most of you know, a, a professional YouTuber. Um, a professional YouTuber. Yeah, I like professional, that. Yes. Uh, it, wh- wh- <laughs> I'm a professional li- amateur. <laughs> no, no, hang on. What, what's the term you like to call, you like to say, uh, you are a professional content creator. Oh, yes. I'm a content creator. I feel like that sounds more legitimate. I think it does, too, because you're you're creating content. You know what I mean? Because it's not just YouTube. Yeah. Mm. I'm pushing out the all kinds of content. I got the Instagram content. I got the podcast content and I got the video content. This is true. And I mean, Rose is Rose be a pusher. So um, (laughs) (laughs) we determined that in previous episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, today's episode, which is kind of interesting, is looking at I think it's really, again, really topical looking at what's been going on on YouTube lately. Um, It's well, say YouTube, but kind of in the social media space is this idea of basically YouTubers gone off the edge. Um, We're not going (laughs) to obviously we're not we're going to for anonymity purposes, we're going to remain nameless for a lot of the names, I think. To see how, so let's see how we get on. Um, okay. Uh, and basically kind of like the whole idea of like how much is too much to be sharing on social media, you know, like I, and again, I understand these are professional, these are for people's jobs, right? But like, mm-hmm. again, you're giving people glimpses into your life and you know, how much is, how much is oversharing? Is it appropriate? Yeah. Is it appropriate? I, exactly. So. Or does it matter? Dun, dun, dun. But yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, I don't even know how to like start, how to start this. this. Oh god damn. Well, I guess well, I'll talk I, about my experience. Should yeah. I? Yeah, talk about your so experience. Obvious, yeah. So obviously I'm on YouTube and you mm-hmm. guys know that I go by cheap lazy vegan and mm-hmm. I mainly do recipe videos. But honestly, when I first started, I wasn't intending on becoming like a mainly a recipe channel. It actually kind yeah. of just evolved that way. I kind of wanted to like share my thoughts about veganism and stuff whilst also sharing like what I was eating and, you know, easy vegan meals and all of that stuff. But yeah. people seem to really like the the recipes. So I just kind of stuck with that. Well, yeah. Um, sorry, one second. My phone is going off. You don't want to mm. hear that, do you? No, I don't. Uh, oh, God damn. So then, um, yeah, and then I started, you know, sharing recipes. So like what I do is a little bit, I guess, different because I only, and the thing is, one thing that I wanted to make sure I did, uh, at least for my main channel was I didn't want to make it about me, which is why I didn't name it my name. I named it yeah. Cheap Lazy Vegan. I yeah. wanted to be about veganism, whether my mm-hmm. face is on it or not, whether, you know, I'm obviously a part of the channel. I'm obviously showing my personality yeah. and that's part of why people join. Um, mm-hmm. but I also didn't want to make it about my life and about, you know, whatever happens in my life, because personally, I don't actually really want to be like famous. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, and I, I get what you're saying. It's like, you don't want to have that kind of, that level of fame where people like know all of your business and are like yes, up in your space. Yes, I don't space. want people, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, think, I, I, you know, I think a lot of people, well, there's a lot of people that are, and you see this on YouTube, there's so many people out there like clawing for fame. Um, but again, I think, I'm, I, I think I echo your statement in that. It's like, I also don't really see myself, like I don't, I've never had that desire to become super famous. Like, because of all the stuff that it comes along with it. And I just don't want people in my personal space that much. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't mind mm-hmm. sharing a little bit like, and I will, but at the same time, there's a lot of stuff that I keep private, which I think personally, and again, this is my own personal experience, but I'm not a YouTuber such as yourself, but, um, but you a I, podcaster now, but I am a podcast. Oh God damn. I <laughs> is. But I think, you is. <laughs> I think we mentioned this a lot in, in a, quite a few episodes, but 
I'm very like an advocate about balance in life, right? Or trying to have some mm-hmm. kind of balance. And I think when you put things so much on social media and so much, even on TV programs, whatever, whatever your method is of getting out the message or your content or whatever, the more you put out and the less that you have of your private life, the lines start to get really um, blurred. Yeah. And I think that's a dangerous line to be crossing personally, because I think it's important that you have that separation. It's like with anything. It's like, if that's your job, as it is your job, it's mm-hmm. nice to have that distinct stuff. And you don't want stuff on there. You don't like certain things. Like personally, yeah. you don't want people knowing about certain things about aspects of your life because that is private. Yeah, like you know? I don't talk about I don't talk about relationships because that's not really anyone's business. Exactly. You know, I don't talk about all of like I guess like our friendship is out there because you were there, you know, because you know, we're fun and we're having fun, but we're not gonna yeah. show, you know, our very, very private conversations. Of course. And, you know, I don't I don't show the majority of my friends and my family. Like I keep a lot of things private. Private because, mm. yeah, like I don't want to be, I don't want my personal life to become out there, you know, yeah. to go get out there for everyone to critique and judge and, you know. Exactly. Well, no, and exactly. And it's, you know, I think there's a fine line and I get it that some people, this is how they make their living, right? Obviously through mm-hmm. showing so much of their life, but then on the flip side. So I think one of the things, one of the first things we can start talking about is about relationships per se. Right. So you see, and I've seen like so many in the last kind of like four months or so, like big, really big relationships. The ones that I've even followed and kind of, it's interesting because like, and it's weird saying this, but like me watching some of these channels, you start to feel almost invested in these relationships, which is very weird. Yeah. And this is another reason why, why I don't think it's good to put your relationship on there because other people get invested in your relationship that don't even have anything to do with your relationship. So, exactly. um, in the last kind of, I don't know, like five months to, you know, four or five months, I've seen so many big breakups on social media, um, really public ones. And it's interesting because all of these people that are in these relationships feel the need. And of course I'm not them. I can't speak for them, but they feel the need to do Mm -hmm. post these kind of breakup videos. Yeah. Which I couldn't even imagine like going through a breakup is hard enough or doing whatever else, but to post a video about it and like really open yourself up to this, like, yeah, I don't know. I just think there's some things that sometimes you kind of just need to do with your friends and by yourself. You know what I mean? Like, I know it's, but that gets the, that gets the clicks. That's the thing. You know, the relationship videos get the clicks, the boyfriend tags, the girlfriend tags, like, Oh, you know, just those videos, couple videos, those get the views. So I think that leads to the topic of discussion is like, you know, like how far is too far and how much are you willing to do for fame and clout and all those things? Exactly. Well, and I would say that, and this is one thing that really irritates me about YouTube right now or YouTube, social media in general is again, Mm -hmm. you're right. Those are the videos that get the clicks. So like the, the videos that that get the clicks are the crazy people that are doing crazy shit on mukbang and like having, (laughs) you know, and I'm not, again, I'm not going to say any names. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people (laughs) watching this will know. I, they'll know who we're talking about and certain people, but like (laughs) they, they have these like personal breakdowns and a lot of these people from the videos, like, yeah. I think people also forget, which I, because I'm so close to you and I know the process that you have when you go through YouTube is yeah. like all of these videos have to be edited and done yeah. before they're even posted. So it's not like these people are just recording something and live streaming it right onto YouTube. No, yeah. they are recording this video of them having a breakdown, editing it. And could you imagine going through a video of yourself, like bawling and doing all this stuff, editing Do you think they're shit. real breakdowns though? I mean, I don't know. Half of them could be fake. I don't, you know, you don't know what's real and what's not, but yeah. it's, it's the image that you're putting out online. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, do you have any integrity? <laughs> this sounds yeah. really bad. Do, do you have any self-respect? <laughs> because again, I'm like, well, I, if that's the image that you want, but I just don't understand why. Uh, I just feel like, you know, I think here's the thing. The problem is the audience, right? We are watching that content. So the part of, part of the problem is that because we're so fascinated by these train wrecks, Mm. we, we just feel the need to keep clicking. And like, I'm guilty of this too. Like I I click on these videos where I'm like, I probably shouldn't be watching this, but I'm still like, how is this person doing this? And you know, they get the clicks and they get the notoriety and then they get more views and more money and more fame and all of those Mm. things. Even, even though it's not the fame that I would ever want, uh, there's no way that I would ever do crazy shit like that on camera and post it for the world and just for some YouTube views. Um, but you know, I guess, people are all different. Um, but then 
I feel like now because we're so used to user generated uh, user generated content, and we we've seen mm. so much. Now YouTube has been around for over ten years. We've seen so many different types of videos, and in yeah. the beginning, it was like lip syncing videos. It was like people putting on makeup, but yeah. now people are getting bored. They need constant like you know that thing that we said about diminishing rewards or whatever or yeah. whatever diminishing, diminishing returns. returns. Yeah, yeah. So it's like. You know, at first you were interested in the, you know, any sort of user generated video because that never existed before. So yeah. like somebody fucking lip syncing to a Britney Spears song was entertaining enough for you. And yeah. then later on, you're like, OK, maybe this is a bit boring. Maybe I want actual singers. And then yeah. you want, OK, now I want to see like makeup. And then, you know, makeup isn't enough. Now I want to see drama. And yeah, it just builds up. And now we're so desensitized to anything mm. that we need the shock value. Yeah. That's I think true. that's why people do it. I mean, it's true. And then again, you have to question how much of this is real and how much of it isn't. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. a lot of this is just for those, those clicks for that shock value. Mm-hmm. But again, like I'm, I mean, my concern is like a lot of those people that are like, like in that space, I mean, and maybe like people, I'm going to get some backlash for this, but like a lot of them, like they seem to be having some kind of like mental breakdowns, like real mental 100%. breakdowns on They're camera. Not no- like this is not normal behavior. <laughs> No, actually, oh, this brings me to a very interesting point, actually. Oh, okay. So I watched this um, YouTube video, another YouTube video uh, recently, and it was this guy that was talking about like social media and everything. And he was saying, and it was more, it was more um, directed towards like the younger audience around the dangers of social media um, Mm -hmm. for like the youth and stuff. But I think it's really applicable to these YouTubers that are in this, this space where they're posting everything and whatever else. So his whole argument was that, um, social media and this, and which would obviously include YouTube and all that kind of stuff. Um, being on social media actually releases, um, uh, 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 what's it called? It releases a chemical in your body called dopamine. So yes. appar- apparently when you like, for example, you post a picture and as you're getting likes, you go onto your phone or whatever, and you see they're getting all these likes on your Instagram picture, or whatever it makes you feel good. Like you start feeling like really good. And so it's releasing this chemical called dopamine, which apparently is also released in like gambling in like smoking, drinking. So he was comparing that kind of like, um, and it's highly, highly addictive, right? Yeah. So you have these people online that are probably maybe not the most stable online (laughs) getting this, getting this, um, gratification or kind of like these, yeah, gratification. What am I trying? Is it gratification? Yeah, yeah. instant gratification. Gratif- yeah, instant gratification for posting these like ridiculous videos. They start making shitloads of money. Um, yeah, and it just v- it feeds this vicious cycle of this like constantly like addictive behavior, or uh, yeah. being addicted to that kind of constant instant gratification. Mm-hmm. And he was saying exactly. like he was saying about how uh, the, the the argument that he said is that. Um, in social media should have age restrictions because he's like, you know how for like, I mean, gam- it does, but yeah, how do you, how, how do you, do you monitor that? that? Exactly. Exactly. But like, you know how like smoking, gambling, all that stuff, technically you can't do a yeah. lot of that till you're 18. So he yeah. said it should be the similar for social media, but that's true. But now, I mean, kids have phones, smartphones at the age of like six. <laughs> yeah. Which is crazy. It's so sad. Yeah. I know. Right. I used to play outside when I was six. <laughs> I know it's, it's changed so much. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's like a, it's a different world yeah. out there, Rose. God damn. I know. How, how are we going to raise kids in this generation? Well, my kids ain't having no smartphones. <laughs> oh God. That's the thing. It's like, it must be hard to raise kids in this environment because on one hand you don't want them. Well, at least like I, I wouldn't want them to be exposed to like, social media or even smartphones at a very young age. But on the other hand, yeah. it's like, you know, all the other kids have them, you know, if I don't yeah. have one, I'm going to be, be made fun of or, and you know, bullied. all this other shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's hard to like, the thing with kids too, it's like hard to like describe to them about how <laughs> this, this will benefit you later on in life. Do you know exactly, what I mean? Exactly. Like, Cause they're cause not going to listen. Get it. Yeah. They're going to yeah. be like, no mom, that's not fair. Everyone else has this. Like yeah. I need it. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but it's like, you know, I'm sorry, but I don't want my children watching train wrecks on YouTube feeling like, um, you know, that God damn, this connection be really bad. Daniels. I don't know what's you keep, going on you today. Keep freezing. God damn. Are your windows open? Do you have other windows open? Oh God damn. Let me check. No, not oh, yeah. windows. Like, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> do I got You need some? to leave that in there. I know, do you I have don't... windows open, Daniel? The windows? Oh, God <laughs> damn, Rose. Is it obvious that you're part of the analog generation? <laughs> All right. So we had some technical issues. Yeah. Some technical some issues, but la- um, la- life of a podcaster, you know, especially oh inter- international podcasters, especially in Spain. Apparently, they got some internet issues going on <laughs> oh over there. God. God damn. Well, maybe it's just this house. I don't know. It maybe. could be a, a number. I don't know. Of you got factors. random men coming out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys like didn't who- see, but in the last um, in the last uh, podcast, Daniel's landlord just randomly walked out of the room behind him. That in was that great. Door. <laughs> yeah, it's quite funny. I was like, uh, what is going on? I didn't even know he was here. So that was great. Um, <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. So what were we talking? Oh, yeah. So kids and smartphones and. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I don't know. I, I was just saying about how like one of the issues that I think, and I get what you're saying. Like uh, we're both guilty of it. We watch these videos of people having like these breakdowns and like the clickbait and this drama that's going on between X mukbunger and Y mukbunger mm-hmm. and all this crazy shit. And we kind of get involved as well, which you're right. It gives them gratification, gives them views, everything else. Um, But the reason why I wouldn't necessarily want my kids exposed to that, but it's hard to control, obviously, what they're exposed to. But, like, I don't want them seeing that as a legitimate way to, like, earn a living. Because, and I'm not, and this sounds really horrible. It's going to sound like I'm discrediting a lot of these YouTubers. Because, like, I just think, I don't know if it's, I don't think you should be sharing that part of your life necessarily. Like, maybe I'm wrong to be saying this. But, like, if you're having like mental health breakdowns and issues, like yeah. social media is not a place where you should be. Cause one, it's highly addictive, which is not great for that behavior for that mind state anyway. Mm-hmm. And secondly, it's like, maybe you should take a step back from that and go get the help that you need before. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. This is just my, my but personal. You're, you're speaking from a mentally sound perspective. <laughs> that is very true. Well, you, so, you say, you, Rose, yeah. you say that I'm mentally sound, but you know, I'd be a bit crazy I mean, as well. I, oh, you'd be, you'd be crazy as well. You just don't show it on camera. <laughs> um, you're right. Like, I don't want my kids, um, seeing that kind of shit and thinking like, Oh, this is a good way to make money. But this, <laughs> this, this is, this is exactly my point. It's like, I never want my children to think cause like, I think that we both grew up in like, you know, we both grew up in a stable house, household, everything else, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And like, I just don't, I just wouldn't want my kids to think, oh, this is a way, a good way to make money. Do you know what I mean? Because for one, yeah. like if it's not successful, let's just pretend they didn't become massive YouTubers, or whatever else. But even if it is mm-hmm. successful later on, just think like, you know, eventually if you want to get into another career or do whatever else, yeah. that shit is going to follow you. So yeah. like, w- regardless, can't if you erase wanna... anything from the internet. Well, exactly, exactly. Because at the mm-hmm. end of the day, the second you've posted something on the internet, someone could have downloaded that video. Someone could have, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it may be, it's not, it's going to be there forever. So yeah, I think these YouTubers that are having this like breakdowns and everything on camera, I mean, like, it's just, oh God, like they're going to look yeah. back and be like, what the hell was I thinking? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, even if I was tempted, which I'm not by, yeah. you know, the views of being crazy on internet or sharing over, like oversharing about my personal life, uh, which again, I've never been tempted. And I think this is part of me is glad. uh, A part of me is very glad that I started this at the age that I did, because I think I was already a little bit more mature and Mm. I already knew that certain parts of my life I didn't want to share. And I already knew like what kind of a channel I wanted. And, um, even if that means I get less views, uh, you know, I feel like this is maybe a little bit more sustainable first of all. And I get to keep my integrity. I get to keep my pride. Exactly. No, there's a, there's a lot to I'm be said for that. I'm making stuff I'm proud of, you know. I'm making stuff that I actually want the world to see, not, you know, I'm just making it so that it just gets a billion clicks and I get exactly. some ad money out of it. You're, you're pushing out content that you're, like you said, like you're proud that you're proud of that content. There's not one necessarily video out there where you'd be like, oh, I kind of wish I didn't post that. It's like, no, actually, I oh, feel... I'm sure there's a video out there where I'm like, maybe I should yeah. post that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like for the most part, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like... And I also think that's a por- an important part into keeping your sanity as well, though, is to, again, have that kind of that bit of separation and know your boundaries and where you stand, right? Saying, yeah. actually, there's only so much that I want to share because like a lot of these couples that I see break up again on social media and stuff, it's because like they were sharing every, well, almost every element of yeah. their relationship. They were vlogging every single day about their relationship. And then you have all of these people that get invested into your relationship. And it's like, that puts added pressure on you because it's like, yeah. 
you already feel the pressure if you're like, oh, this relationship's not working out. And then you have all these people that are invested that are like, love you and your partner and like watch your channel just for the two of you. And it's like, shit, like if we break up, what's going to happen? Blah, 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 blah. Exactly. What's going to happen to the business? See, this is is why I don't want my personal life to be my business. I don't want to make a living by showcasing my personal life. That is like, because first of all, life is boring, guys. For most people, you don't like, most people's lives are not, you know, fucking extravagant every single day. There's a fucking adventure. Everyone's life is just pretty like mundane, especially the older you get. You're just going to like, like being, you know, not like, you're not going to go on an adventure every day, but when you're a YouTuber and you're like daily vlogging, for example, which I guess we can get to that topic. If you're like daily vlogging, you probably feel the need to constantly make things entertaining. And if your relationship is a part of that, then your relationship, your relationship becomes your job. Yeah. That is the worst. I can't think of anything worse. I know. Yeah. Well, cause it, it puts that added pressure and like, think about it. Like obviously in any relationship that you're in, like there's going to be times where you get sick of each other and you need a break and like, mm-hmm. you know, you're arguing about something and like, obviously you don't want to have that on camera, but like, yeah. you know, it's just like, it puts, it puts so much undue pressure where yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I just think, and you're right. Like, I guess thinking long-term as well. Cause like, obviously YouTube's a big thing right now, but like yeah. it is, it is starting to get oversaturated and like, you mm-hmm. know, it, long-term you have to think about, okay, if you're creating this like social media content business, where do you go from there? Do you know what I mean? If you're putting so much yeah. of your life on display, <clears throat> is that sustainable? I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah. Just, can uh, we talk about mukbangs for a second yes, and how dangerous can. they are? Oh God damn, Rose! Yes, that's a, that uh, brings I'd be, us into. I'd be our, part of the problem. <laughs> I mean, you you be the pusher. It comes from your okay. culture, Rose. God oh, damn! God damn! I know my culture be crazy as hell. So if you guys don't know, I'll just give you a little rundown in case you don't watch YouTube and in case you're not familiar with mukbang videos. Mukbang yeah. is a Korean word. It stands for eating show or eating broadcast, and yeah. that's exactly what it is. It's literally people filming themselves eating. And broadcasting it, yes, usually a lot of food and broadcasting it to an audience. Now, it started in Korea and everyone thought it was the weirdest fucking thing. And then it became a trend all over the world. And I like to do mukbang videos Yeah, uh, on Mondays on my channel. Yeah, I have a question, um, Mm -hmm. just a side note, about mukbang. So what do they call the mukbang stars in Korea? <laughs> I know you know the answer to this one, Daniel. Uh, so they are called broadcast junkies, also known as BJs. <laughs> yes. Oh God, I you know sometimes I wish I could be like a consultant for you know everyone <laughs> in Korea that doesn't speak English. So I could just be like, you, you might not want to call it that because it yeah. means something else in English. But exactly. you know. Yeah, so, so, but that so, happened. So the big mukbangers in, in Korea are called BJ stars. BJ stars, yes. Yeah, nice, <laughs> I, nice. I know, right? Uh, I mean, they do like to put things in their mouth. I mean, <laughs> oh gosh, oh gosh. So, so that's the background of like mukbanging, right? Yes. And yeah, the problem I'm, is, the thing is, I try to be a responsible mukbanger, even though it probably doesn't get as many views, definitely. Yeah. Um but I tried not to eat an extortionate amount of food. Although, you know, I do have a strong appetite. So I do like to have, you know, I do tend to eat more than the average person. Yeah. Um, but I try not to have way too much food in front of me. Um, and I definitely don't overeat to the point where I'm going to, you know, like I'm, I'm uncomfortable. I always eat until I, you know, I want to stop. And, um, and I always, I do try to add in healthier mukbang videos and I try not to do junk food all the time. And I also don't do mukbang videos every single day. So yeah. those are the ways that I try to make it so that I am being a bit more responsible. But I think I need to even put a disclaimer on now because I was talking about this with Angela, my roommate, and this is an actual like problem health. It's a health crisis. <laughs> it is a problem. Have you seen what these people eat? Yeah, I have. It's ridiculous. Like, yeah. it's to the point where it's like so extreme. And then because the, uh, I was thinking about this the other day because I was watching certain mukbangers. And yeah. I was like uh, watching and I was like, oh, well, maybe like maybe they, um, you know, space out their their recordings. But it's like actually every second day they're eating these massive every day. Yeah. yeah. And it's like it's like crazy. And I'm thinking, imagine if they do like, you know how we do bulk recording of this podcast. I wonder if they bulk, <laughs> bulk record the mukbangs. Oh, my <laughs> could God. You, could you imagine? Could you imagine like them eating like fucking because it would be like McDonald's, for, 
example, but it would be like it's their so whole disgusting. table is full yeah. of like 27 burgers and like chicken nuggets yeah. and everything. And then the next thing is like Popeye's with like cheese sauce and like all this crazy. And I'm like, imagine they, they bulk recorded that shit. Oh my God. And you know what? Someone, someone commented this on one of my mukbang videos and she said, mm. um, and it, she made a very good point or she or she or he, I'm not sure, but she yeah. said, you know, it's funny that, um, basically she said it's problematic that, you know, when a relatively thin individual like an, or an average size individual, films a mukbang video eating like unhealthy food or lots of food, then mm. it's like praised and, you know, looked on as something to be aspiring to, or like, you know, it's never, it's not criticized, but then if someone that's fat is doing that, then it's criticized. Yeah. When, uh, whereas it's still the same unhealthy food, it's still doing fucking bad things to our bodies. So yeah. a lot of these mukbangers are actually very skinny and mm. I don't know how the fuck they are, but they're very skinny. Some Especially of them are very the skinny. Especially the shit that they eat. I'm like, how? I know. Uh, but that doesn't mean that they're healthy, you know, that's the thing. So they're still promoting very unhealthy, you know, eating Eating, on their videos. So I think that it should be something that we should be calling them out on because a lot of them don't get any flack for it. And they're eating like 20 burgers in one sitting. And I'm like, like, so if that person was fat, they would get a lot of flack, you know? I think I think the thing is too, and we talked about this, and this links back to talking about again YouTubers like oversharing and all this kind of yeah. stuff. And there is a strong link, and we saw this in like a very famous um, documentary. Do you remember Super Size Me back in the mm-hmm. like two thousands, early two thousands, I think it was, um, about eating McDonald's every single day for like thirty days? Now I'm not saying this right. is what the mukbangers do, but if but you are, worse, they yeah, do worse. Exactly, if you're eating that amount of junk food, like some of these channels are insane. And yeah. you're eating this amount of junk food every day or almost every other day, this this disgusting amount of junk food. Yeah. It's gonna have an impact on your your emotional state, right? Because the guy it's like that guy from right. Super Size Me. He would like eat a huge McDonald's meal, and as he's eating it, because of the drugs or whatever that's in the food, he would like get this like massive high and he was feeling so great and like, oh, I'm loving this like Big Mac and blah, 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 blah. And then the second he was like done the meal. He would like slip into this, like almost like a depression where he was sad. He felt like he was going to throw up all of this stuff. And it's like, these people are doing these crazy mukbangs with even extreme amounts of food. So it's not, it's not going to be good for your mental well being either. Yeah. Like it, is, it is a big problem. Like hundred percent. It's such a big problem. Yeah, yeah. You're right about the supersize me. Like I remember that guy, uh, he was like depressed when he was like not eating and then he would eat and instantly he felt you know, better, like high. Yeah, you're right. Like he was getting like a high exactly. and because, you know, he's, he's getting all that sugar and all that processed stuff that's designed to make you feel good. But then mm. afterwards you crash and you feel like shit. And yeah, I can imagine that if you eat that way every mm. single day and like none of these people are eating healthy shit, they're always eating like junk food and not, yeah. not to mention a fuck ton of animal products, which fucking disgust me too. Like, exactly. anyways, and then but like, yeah. Even but if they think, don't eat at all, like yeah. what the fuck is the point? You know, exactly. it's such a waste. But I think that this is where I think like, cause like I know you do mukbangs on, mon- on Mondays yeah. and stuff, but usually your mukbangs, like I've watched some of them yeah. and like they're, they are, they're not like as extreme as other mukbangs. It's like more and of I a And I try kind of, not to be. Exactly. And it's more of a like, you know, not as. Just yummy food. Exactly. It's just eating yummy yeah. food, talking about the food that you're eating and everything else. But like these extreme, extreme muckbungers it's just it's too much you know what i mean and again it comes back to the whole like mental state of some of these people like i just think you're eating these extreme amount of bad food for you and you're gonna have all these like mood swings and all this like crazy yeah. stuff. And you see them having breakdowns on their program on their channels and yeah. the sad the sad thing is we as society justify this behavior by clicking <laughs> and watching these videos yeah so, but like, you know, it's not just a matter of, you know, it's bad for their health, which it is. And I don't know why anyone would, I just don't understand why people would choose to damage their health in the long run just for, you know, YouTube clout and YouTube gain. I just, I honestly just can't understand even when I do. Yeah. Cause like I do once a week mukbangs, even when I do like two unhealthy mukbangs in like a month, I'm like, okay, maybe I should just dial it back and stop. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. 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 
But then it's like these people do it every single day. And like, that is so damaging. And then they're putting it out there without a disclaimer, without saying, hi guys, it's not healthy to be eating this much food in one sitting. Like disclaimer, like I feel like there should be some kind of regulation, like Mm -hmm. saying, okay, maybe we need to be protected. The viewer needs to be protected. And like, I know it seems obvious, but to a lot of people, you know, they might need that fucking reminder, you know, like the cops is hot. What is the, what is the thing where, you know, you have to put a disclaimer, like extreme caution, hot cup. It's like, yeah, it's fucking obvious, but like it still, it still needs to be there. And we, the thing is though, and we also, me and you, where we're talking about this now, and probably a lot of our listeners Uh as well would say, yeah, okay, that's obvious. But we have to remember that young kids are watching this really impressionable young kids. And so that's where, why the disclaimers need to be on there. And that's Mm -hmm. why, but I do do think in general, like, well, not in general, there still needs to be a long way to go because this whole idea of like social media and everything else is still new to like businesses, to like corporations and all this kind of stuff. And I think they're starting to do like now, if it's an ad on Instagram and stuff, they have to like kind of, they're they're starting to say hashtag ad. There's more regulation. Yeah, exactly. So it's starting to come into place, but I do agree with certain videos and content. And I actually think going back to the whole idea of like mental breakdowns and these people going crazy on camera, maybe there should be little disclaimers on those as well. You know what I mean? About, (laughs) you know, no, but like, honestly, like, you know, this is, (laughs) I don't know what, what disclaimer would they would put on there? Like, do not act like this. Um, but like, I don't know. There needs to be something just cause it's just not really like, I don't know. I don't know. And then they see, the thing is, they also see that a lot of, not everyone, but a lot of these mukbangers, like I said, are skinny. A lot of them yeah. are attractive. And then they see this attractive skinny person eating, you know, 50 million calories in one city. And they think, oh, wow, you know, like that person's eating that much. It can't be that bad for you. Because again, we have a misconception that if you're skinny yeah, and you're, you're eating healthy. bad food, you're healthy, which it's not true at all. Exactly. Uh, there's a lot of unhealthy skinny people. So, yeah. um, and again, I think I mentioned this in the previous mukbang, uh, in the previous uh podcast we recorded but like these people are still very young they're like 20 years old Mm -hmm. they're going to develop these bad eating habits they're going to eat this stuff every single day and then what in in 10 years in 20 years when their health starts to catch up to them what the fuck are they going to get are they going to do you can't buy your health exactly and also they have to remember that there's a lot of stuff going on under the surface of our bodies that you know they might on the physical we might look great and be like oh i'm really slim whatever else but like your arteries, there's lots of other stuff that's going on underneath mm-hmm. the surface where it's like, if you're not taking care of your body properly, like you might be in, look in shape, but your inside of your body could be like a rotten, horrible mess. You know what I mean? Like it just could be, Oh God. Yeah. Not, not in a good place. So yeah. Crazy. So that's crazy. the mukbang rant. Yeah. So I so, think even me, even though I don't think I am that bad, I think even me, I'm going to start putting little disclaimers and yeah. I don't know, like I'm going to do something because I feel like it's a, it's, it's not something I want to, I, I don't know. Like it's not something mm. I want to promote this kind of yeah. like binge eating culture. And, but I do, I, I do think like, well, going back to your mukbangs, I think they are a bit more tactful in, in a lot of yeah. ways, but I do think it'll be good. Maybe yeah. At the beginning of the video or something, just be like, you know, guys, I'm not promoting binge eating or anything like yeah. that. I just want to, you know, sit down, have a dinner yeah. with you or whatever. And this is my yeah. video. Something like, uh, yeah, yeah, I, exactly. I think that's good. And it's about being, um, What's the word? It's like socially conscious. You know what I mean? Like yes. you're being just like being aware of what you're putting out there and trying exactly. to like, yeah, well, it's like some people just don't give a shit. They just put trash out there. Exactly. Well, and the thing is, again, it's about being proud about the content that you're putting out, but not just about being proud about it, but also knowing that like your content isn't negatively impacting others. You know what I mean? Like, or, mm-hmm. or detrimental to like other people other people's well-being what am i trying to say you know what i mean you know <laughs> yes what I, mean? I know what you mean i know what so, you mean now shall the, we delve into a different topic yes the well i mean topic. the same topic mm-hmm. yeah it's still about youtubers gone off the edge <laughs> but uh this is kind of the umbrella of everything oh, we'd be God talking dang. about mm-hmm. so the next topic which is going to spark a whole ton of controversy if i do say is so it? myself okay um, it's about children in youtube oh shit yeah. Oh, so, so families and children doing YouTube. Exactly. So it's about, yeah, it's about, f- yeah, families and YouTube and children and YouTube, that kind of. What's your opinion on this? So children I have a. Being vi- on YouTube as YouTube stars. Yeah. So this is a tough one. This is a really, really tough one. Um, I personally think, and I look at it as like, it's so hard because I personally don't think that parents should be necessarily putting their children in that environment. 
Yeah. Uh, because one, we talked about this before, like what you post on social media doesn't go away. So like yeah. that's with you for the rest of your life. Also, I think especially like young children, they don't have a conscious choice, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah. And also they're unduly, there's like a, a word for it, but you know someone that's like in a position of power of to yeah. you, such as your parents, such as a doctor yeah. or whoever else, they have undue influence on your decisions. So like as right. a child you're not going to be able to make that conscious decision as to, I don't want to do this. So you're going to go right. along with it. Right. Cause it's your parents telling you like, let's film some videos. Um, yeah. and then also it comes into effect is, and this is a little bit more kind of like on the business side of it. But mm-hmm. then I was just saying, if your parents are managing your social media presence and you are very successful and making a ton of money, well, where's that money going? Do you know what I mean? Just, also, yeah. Because because then it comes into the comes into the question is are your parents exploiting you to yeah. earn money? It's true. And do you so, think yes? <laughs> I mean, I think they're probably parents that are having their children in the social media space. And again, I'm talking about like very very young children because again, yes. they don't they don't have this consciousness as to whether or not they want to be online or not and whether or not they want the whole um, thing broadcasted. Now, the reason I was having difficulties in the beginning, but now that I'm thinking about this topic is because I was thinking about child stars that become movie stars, right? Yeah. But then I thought to myself because, okay, so there's two things about child movie stars. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because it's kind of similar, but quite different than YouTube children as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Number one, a child movie star is doing a distinct movie project that has a script that's for a movie. It's not their life. It's not their personal shit that's going on. It's an actual movie. Okay. Yeah. It's not like YouTube. So it's different in that aspect. And then number two, we've seen this in many, many aspects with child stars in films. What happens to them when they get older? They get fucked over. Exactly. Nine, <laughs> nine, time, nine, nine times out of 10, look at like yep. big famous, especially really big famous child stars, Britney yep. Spears, Lindsay Lohan, Drew Barrymore, all of these people thrown into the limelight, Macaulay Culkin, at very, very young ages. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying this happens to everyone, but it happens to so many of them. The majority. Majority. And I'm just saying, and that's just for them being in the movie spotlight, right? So imagine mm-hmm. the impacts that we don't even know yet because YouTube's still so young, what the yeah. impacts of having your kids thrown into the social media spotlight mm-hmm. when they get older, what's that's going to do to them? Because again, yeah. going back to what I mentioned before about how social media and everything releases that drug called dopamine, when you get the likes, when you get the comments, it makes you feel good, right? And you're exposing young children to this at a young age that they're going to have throughout their whole life. What's that going to do? Uh, They're probably going to have extremely low self-esteem and constantly need validation through means that don't actually give you the real, you know, you know, feelings that you would get from like real validation, I guess. But they need that constant like fake validation from, you know, from online, from people that they don't even know. And I don't know. I mean, there's probably some other major impacts that we don't yeah. know about. But ex- but exactly. And this is the thing. It's also because of YouTube, like you mentioned before, it's like, what, 10, 15, maybe 15 years old, right? Yeah. And it's not been around long enough to see what those impacts are going to be. So I think it's different than like, for example, like some of my friends have kids, they'll post like a picture of their family on Facebook, right? Like, yeah. Very, very different. It's like a controlled, uh-huh. like, I don't know. It's a different kind of... In it's Facebook, very different. Exactly. Versus... Families, family that are, vlogs. Exactly. <laughs> but this is, this is it. Like, and I have to question, like, I'm sorry, but like, even if I became, and I'm saying this, obviously it's easier for me to say this cause I'm not a famous YouTuber or whatever else. But like, I think that again, I'd want that separation of my private life and I wouldn't want my kids exposed to that. You exactly. Know what I mean? oh, no, I think you would definitely, if I had kids for sure, I would not. I mean, maybe I might show their face in, you know, in a, you know, in a video, but I don't want them exactly. I don't want them to be the line to be in the limelight. I don't want them to be broadcast and their lives to be broadcast to the public and shown to every single person. And it's just so I can't, I mean, I feel like this is obvious and I'm shocked that, you know, that we have to even say this, but there's so many channels out there, family channels that are literally making millions of dollars from showing their kids, lives every single day and having their kids like parade around with cameras and it's fucked. It's really messed up. I I mean, it just, uh, and again, like I just, I just don't see 
why as a parent, and I'm, again, it's hard for us to say because we're not parents, but again, I feel so strongly about this, but like as a parent, mm-hmm. or if I was a parent, like I wouldn't want my kids on YouTube. Like I wouldn't want them, especially like young kids, like, you know, having them like three years old and their first dating experience and have the vlog in their face oh and like God. all this stuff. And it's kind of like, okay, like, come on. Like, and, and again, it's like, pick and choose, but like there's some videos of little children, like little kids that their parents have put up that are actually really adorable. It's a short snippet. It's nothing crazy, but we're talking about the Korean, the the Korean girl. This is what I was thinking of. Yeah. Her, her parents, they only put like one little, like little snippet of a funny behavior. That's it. Okay, fine. But like, we're talking about like families that are making millions, basically uh-huh. exploit, exploiting their children. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I know that sounds really bad, but that's essentially what they're doing, right? Like yeah. you're, you're talking to families that have, you know, multiple Instagram accounts, multiple YouTube channels based on their children. Yeah. And you know, like I always think I'm like, are they even allowed to technically, don't you have to be like 18 to join Instagram and YouTube and all that stuff? It's like, technically they should not really be even allowed to have a channel that is centered around them. But exactly. That's where I'm like, but but again, this is where I think that, uh, regulation, government Mm -hmm. regulation and things needs to start stepping in and being like, actually, you know what? It's like, and I, I, I talk about child stars again with like movies and stuff. I do think it's slightly different. Whereas yeah. with YouTube, I just think like, you're right. You're supposed to be, I'm pretty sure for Instagram, you're supposed to be over 18. So yeah. like there needs to be a bit more regulation on that because how do yeah. all these like little kids have accounts and stuff? Like, yeah, you know? And I think like also, um, Oh, well, I think going back to the whole regulation thing, I think nowadays, now they have a new thing. There is a new thing called, Oh, I can't remember what it was called, but it's about finally, I think YouTube, um, I think a lot of people are not happy about this because I mean, yeah. YouTube kind of fucks up anyways also, but it's a, I think overall it's probably needed. It's about advertising to children. So now yeah. actually things might change within the whole, have you heard about this, Daniel? Well, I did see, I did see the thing on, you know, for example, on our YouTube channel, like I was yeah, posting yeah, yeah, some yeah, videos yeah. and now you have to specify if it's made for kids or not. Yeah, so th- that wasn't there before, and yeah. now it's there because um, now if your channel is solely, you know, for kids, intended for kids, yeah. then um, I don't think you're, I think you get very limited ads, or maybe you're not allowed ads, and yeah. I think you, you're not allowed comments and stuff like that, so basically, yeah. because there's so many of these kids' channels that we don't even know about, Daniel, that literally are getting millions, if not billions of views and they yeah. are advertising directly pretty much to children, to children which, which is, is so bad. And it's illegal on television. I'm pretty sure like the, yeah. um, there's laws against it on television. Yeah. Well, I think this is, again, this is where government needs to crack down and step in. And, mm-hmm. you know, also as an online community, because obviously the YouTube space is so huge that like yeah. it's impossible for space for like government to navigate anyway, but people need to start like poly reporting those videos and stuff. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. that is, if, if that is the case, because you know, I, again, yeah, the, they shouldn't be advertising to three-year-olds. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's watching a YouTube video with their like mom or whatever. And like, yeah, it's just so bad. Oh God. It just, Oh God. It's and just, and is fr- it, <laughs> Is it a coincidence that a lot of these family vlogging channels seems to have like 15 billion children? <laughs> I, well, this is, this is the thing, you know, exactly the, you know, we could, uh, Daniel? <laughs> yeah. Did um, you hear that? Yeah. I said about the, about you, you were talking about how it's interesting that the families have more than one <laughs> children or more than one child, you know? Yes. And they constantly um, just keep getting, uh, they're very fertile people. They just keep getting more and more pregnant. Exactly. And then all those kids will have their own channels and Instagram accounts oh from the but day that they're born, which again, I would question if I were a parent in that situation, which I wouldn't be because I wouldn't do that. But if yeah. I were, I would question my desire to have children, because I think even if I'm sure that they actually do want to have more children, but yeah. I think subconsciously on a subconscious level, you would probably still consider um, if I had another child right now, I could get so many more views through a birthing video, through, you know, a pregnancy announcement video. I mean, it's, wouldn't you question that? I would. And, and, uh, it really, it does really bother me because I just, I just feel like, uh, 
those kids aren't making a conscious decision. Like they are being, yeah. these, these children on these channels are be technically being exploited. Like, I'm yeah. sorry. The, the, the parents could argue and say, well, no, we had a conversation with them. I'm like, okay, yeah. they're three years old. Like they, yeah. they're not comprehending what you're, what you're throwing down. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like when you're signing a legal contract. So there's a mm-hmm. few things that you have to have. I think it's like compass state of mind. Like you have to be in the right state of mind. So you can't be under yeah. the influence of drugs or alcohol and you have to be over the age of 18. Right. So to, right. to, to enter a legally binding contract. And it's the same for these like young kids that are on these like YouTube channels. It's like, you can have that conversation as much as you want with a five-year-old. They are not going to comprehend anything. Yeah. Really. Because like, like, they're not going to know what's going to happen. And yeah. And they don't even realize the extent of what's happening. Like how many people are watching and you know what that's going to do to your career later on. And Oh my God, I don't know. It's crazy. Exactly. There's just so many. And we don't even know because it's only been like the the 10, 15 years of YouTube. We're, we're only when we get into our probably like forties, right? Yeah. We're We're going to start seeing these kids of YouTube become adults and it's going to be crazy. Like, I mean, we're going to see some, maybe they'll start their own mental breakdown channels and you know, Honestly, all this like crazy stuff. Like, cause like they're going to keep, they're going to get older. People are going to be less interested in them because they're not as cute. It's like child yeah. stars, right? Like, it is, like you yeah. mentioned child actors, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of them, unfortunately, a lot of kids that are really cute when they're young, unfortunately are, you know, we, we become adults and you know, we get uglier. That's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah. a lot of them, uh, you know, they get uglier or they or and not uglier. They just get older and less interesting. Exactly. So the one thing that made them interesting, which was the fact that they were a cute little child is no longer interesting so now they're gonna you know what are they fucking gonna do exactly i mean it's just it does it bothers me on so many levels because it's like this whole idea of exploitation and Mm -hmm. like it just frustrated it's more like a frustrating thing because it's like uh you you're not giving these people like it would be like for for example me if i looked back and my parents had done this to me for example Mm -hmm. they had put me all over social media growing up from when i was the moment i was born i have my own instagram account i have my own all of this stuff none of my life was private and now i'm an adult i would be pissed off i would be like i would be like you talk about like you know adolescence and stuff i would just be like you know like why did you do that like and also where's all the money that you made from me you know what I mean? Like, where's all that gone? You know, like, I'm just using this as an example, but like you would question so much. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why, why, why did my parents do that to me? Yeah. And you like, know? even if you didn't question that and even if you, cause then you would probably think this is normal, right? So like you're raised in that environment. So you think, yeah. okay, it's normal for me to broadcast my life, but then why are people not watching me now? You know? And then you start to question your self-worth. You're like, oh my God, like, am I not pretty enough? Am I not interesting yeah. enough? And it's like, those are not things that like, um, you know, it's already hard enough growing up and being a teenager yeah. and being in growing into adulthood. But imagine doing that in the public eye and not even really having a say ever in it. Exactly. And yeah, but that's, it's but like that's the Truman Show. Have, have oh, ever God. seen the Truman yeah, Show? Yeah, I did see the Truman Show. It is like that. It, it's like, yeah. and he he didn't have a choice in that matter. You know what I mean? And yeah. he was forced in that situation. And it's interesting because you look at a lot of like, again, look at the celebrity space, not talking about certain celebrities because some of them are like, you know, but a lot of celebrities that have kids, they try to keep them as much as they can out of the public eye. Like they cover them when the paparazzis are there. They They don't want their kids being exposed to that life. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I I can't think of anything worse, especially for celebrities. I can't think of anything worse than like putting, you know, your, your precious little kid out there for the world to criticize and the world to like, you know, exactly. And this is it. This this is another thing is the world of social media. And as, as you know, and as I know as well, can be a really harsh place. Mm -hmm. And you're literally putting your kids out to a field of where there's multiple keyboard warriors and bullies. Like, I mean, it's just, uh, there's just, just so, let kids be kids. I know. There's just so much wrong with it. And yeah. it just really, really bothers me. And I know <sighs> there's some channels that I used to like, I used to kind of like the daily vlogging thing. So there's some channels yeah. I used to watch. And then just, you know, if they become more and more like kid focused, I'm just like, I just like, I don't know, maybe I'm just a cold hearted soul, but I'm just not interested in watching little kids running around. <laughs> like, no. Well, and, and it's not just about them being cute little kids running yeah. around. It's the fact it's, that it's, like, you, it's a little icky. Yeah, and you know that those kids don't have have no idea what's going on. Yeah. They're being filmed. Yeah. And you know, again, it's like when it, are you going to stop? Exactly. When's it going to stop? 
it just feels it just feels wrong. It just feels really wrong. Oh my like, god, this reminds me of something. So this reminds me of this story. So mm-hmm. I know you're not as deep into the YouTube space, yeah. But there was a there was a YouTube channel by the name Shay Tarts. Have you heard of the channel? No. So this guy named Shay Carl, he was like an OG YouTuber. So he like was in YouTube in the very beginning. And he was yeah. one of the more famous like daily vlogging kind of channels. So okay. he has this big family of kids and they were all part of it. And at that time, I think people just didn't really see a problem with this because, yeah. you know, people are going to this naively and thinking, oh, we're just being cute and sharing our daily lives. lives Anyways, yeah, yeah. they were on YouTube for a long time. I don't know if they still are, but basically um, all their kids were like basically growing up on YouTube. I think they have like four mm. or five children and they're all just like growing up on YouTube and you know, their, their faces in the limelight, all that stuff. And then like a few years, I think a few years ago, Shay, uh, the, the father was caught. Um, and they have this like very wholesome image, like very, like, you know, they're like Mormon and you know, you know, whatever they have like a very clean image, but the father was caught, uh, basically kind of like messaging inappropriate things to a, uh, some some chick and like he's yeah. married obviously and then yeah. this chick like released it and like basically there was like this huge fucking scandal yeah. so that happened and then and then what imagine the shame on those kids right mm-hmm. like fair enough whatever if you want to be on camera and if you want to do inappropriate stuff behind the scenes and yeah. risk getting caught like yeah. whatever but you have your kids there and now their exactly. kids are going to know everything that happened. First of all, that they should not know about as children. Exactly. This is adult business. Now it's online mm-hmm. for everyone to find out and for their kids that are young to find out. And exactly. now they're also probably going to be bullied in school. They're going to be made fun of. Mm-hmm. And what the fuck is like, you know, exactly. these kind of things can easily happen. Well, and it, by putting that channel out there with their children, they're automatically attaching the children to their image, if, the, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So you're right. Mm-hmm. The second that their father does something like that, tarnishes his reputation and him, his image, it's mm-hmm. not just his image and reputation. It's all the kids and his wife and everyone that's in the videos with him get impacted by that, right? Like you're saying, yeah. people are going to know what's happened. And again, yeah. if, he, if he didn't have the kids in those videos and to begin with, no yeah. one would know who his children were and exactly. no one would, would, would associate the two. Yeah. So there would be no yeah. issue. So, I mean... Oh, it's a, it's a, oh, it's God damn. God damn. I'm just saying I have a very strong opinion on this and you know, may, <laughs> yes, maybe, maybe at some point it just really bothers me. And maybe at some yeah. point we can, we can have somebody on the podcast that can try to convince me otherwise, um, <laughs> as an interview or whatever else. But I just feel like I, and that's why like, I, I'm glad that we have this in our whole category of YouTubers going off the edge because I think it's very fitting. Um, yeah. and I just think, you know, <sighs> I can't remember what it was. There was like these two, there's questions that you have to ask yourself when you're doing stuff. Right. And Mm -hmm. if it doesn't feel right, like, I don't know, I wouldn't want to be doing it and putting Mm -hmm. my kids in that kind of, especially regardless of their age, but especially young kids, like I would just feel so uncomfortable with doing that. First of all. And I just, I just, I just, yeah, I just, I don't know. I know it's so messed up. Yeah. Whew. Well, God have we damn. have we gone an hour? What do you think, Daniel? I have I have no idea because we be chopping, we be- changing, <laughs> and we be, we have so much stuff going going. Is there on. anything else on the agenda? Well, those are the main things I wanted to talk about. Yeah. So can you think? Can you think of anything else about YouTubers go, gone off the edge? I don't know. I mean, all I can say is, if you're gonna share something online, do remember that it probably will have repercussions. Exactly. So if you're trying to do something for clout or for fame, um, think: Are you gonna be proud of this in ten years, or are you gonna be mm-hmm. ashamed of this? Like, but exactly. Yeah. You should always, and I think it, not just on social media, but in life, mm-hmm. ask yourself those questions. Like, is what I'm doing, is this something that I'm going to be, you know, proud of releasing to whoever, you mm-hmm. know, be that social media or whatever. It's like, you need to really, really consider that. And also the people that you're doing it with, like, you need to make sure that you fully have like consent and that, you know, I don't know. I just think, just be careful yeah. about, about, maintaining that balance of your real life and social media, because I think that's where a lot of the issues come in as well is like that kind of, um, blurred line. Exactly. As soon as you get those blurred lines and your real life and social media life start coming into like each Mm -hmm. other, it becomes kind of like, there's, I don't know. It becomes a mess, right? Like I watched this, I watched this, um, uh, documentary on Netflix recently. It was all about social media and about like, Oh, I know which one. 
Yeah. Have you seen the American life was or like, something? Or American. Yeah, yeah. Was Paris Hilton in it and stuff? Yes. Paris yes. Hilton, the, that, that Jewish, um, and like the guy that sprays champagne. Yes. On people. So there's that famous, I can't remember the he guy. He was miserable. Was, oh my God. It was so sad too. He was I like, know. he was like admitting to the camera. He's like, I'm depressed. I don't want to go to these parties, but like, this is how I make my money. This is what I'm yeah. you know, famous for. So he kept doing it and kept doing it and kept doing it. And like Paris Hilton said one thing, which like, I don't know how much of it was an act or whatever else, but it was like really, really sad how she was talking about how like for her to feel good, not feel good, but like her fans were her friends or something. I can't yeah. remember exactly how she worded it. She's and I was like, like, I don't have like, I, yeah, my fans are my friends or something. Yeah. I'm like, and it, it was the way that she said it as well, because I'm sure there's, mm-hmm. there's fans that could become friends, you know, you never know. Right. But it's the way that she like went about it. It was like just mm-hmm. really, really sad because these are people that like, you might not know that well, you know what I mean? So it's you like, you don't know at all. Exactly, Let's be exa- honest. Yeah. You, you don't, don't know, know these people. Like, yeah, exactly. like it's a, you, it's a different type of, it's not the same as an actual friendship or a relationship. It's like, you don't know these people that are watching you. They know you to, yeah. I mean, based on what you put out there, but exactly. they also don't really know you and you don't know them at all. <clears throat> this is another thing too. They don't know. Well, again, depending on you decide what you're putting out there in social media, yeah. right? So you decide this kind of image that you're putting out, mm-hmm. but that could be very far from who the real you is because like, yep. to be honest, and this is like a, not a disclaimer, but this is kind of like a, um, what am I trying to say? This is like a um, thing for people listening. Um, if you ever watch YouTube and you're watching these people, a lot of the people that put this image out there aren't who aren't what they seem. Because like, I don't know about you, but like, you know, when we were living in London and stuff, we went to a lot of meetups and met lots of different yeah. people and like YouTubers. And like a lot of them, I was just like, oh, this is, they're not really how yeah. they come across on camera. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. I've definitely met people. There are some people that are like definitely like exactly like they are on camera. Definitely. Or like very similar. And, uh, but I have definitely met some people where I'm like, Oh, like you're very different off camera. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, You're like, Oh, you're like a completely different person. So just be mind. And I think because we're a bit older, we're mind more mindful of that. But again, looking at the younger generation, they think that what they're seeing is these people as they are. Yeah. Which is exactly. an edited, filtered version of them. So anyway. exactly. So that's oh god damn that'd that, be the YouTube episode. Oh god, I could go damn. on about YouTube's. God damn, you could go on for days. Oh god. I can't tell when you're frozen or not. So I know it's like this is a mess. Anyway, it's gonna be fun. We've had to some edit. technical <laughs> issues. Oh yeah, Daniel is gonna have a great time editing this vlog or this fuck. I keep. I keep talking about it like it's a YouTube video. Editing this podcast exactly. is a podcast, not a vlog. Thank you, Roses. Um, <laughs> so, as do I, we have as a I, vegan nugget? Well, I was going to say, I gave the last vegan nugget in the last episode. Oh, okay. It's so, my turn. So, I think if you could give us something delicious. Oh, and I, have, I have a good one. I have a good vegan nugget. Let's hear it. Okay. My vegan nugget is that. Mm. This is my tip for anybody oh. that's interested in plant-based living. Shall I get Interested a in a plant... Ba- <laughs> no, because I think you'd be doing good at this. Okay. My tip it. is to not follow a restrictive and extremely restrictive plant-based diet. Ah, uh, okay. Like raw vegan... Raw vegan diets, for example, mm. are very restrictive, unsustainable, and unnecessary for our yeah. health. A yeah. lot of people are attracted to veganism because of some sort of, because they think that veganism is some kind of health elixir, and I don't think it is. I do think yeah. that you can follow a very healthy plant-based diet, but just going vegan is not going to fix all your problems. And I think a exactly. lot of people that are very attracted to, you know, potentially, you know, disorderly eating habits or very restrictive eating habits are attracted to veganism yeah. and, uh, ain't nobody got time for that. Okay. okay. So <laughs> eat healthy, eat a b- balanced whole foods, plant-based vegan diet, a little bit of junk food here and there, but mm-hmm. like eating a variety of foods, there are so much, so many varieties of plant-based foods out there. Yeah. There's just so many options. And like, even like every, like, well, not every country, but like even places you go, they have some really good, like Mm -hmm. everywhere has like a little or something that you could like tweak a little bit, make it vegan. And it's delicious as all hell and tarnation. (laughs) (laughs) So that's my vegan nugget. Don't follow some kind of crazy, restrictive, extreme version of a plant-based diet and then blame it on the vegan lifestyle if you end up having health problems. Yeah. Mic drop. Ooh, <laughs> mic drop indeed. And actually, uh, speaking of that little droppage of the mic, um, 
Um, we could potentially do an episode on uh, vegans that have decided to uh, go back to the dark side. Go off the edge. The yeah, <laughs> vegans go. gone off the edge. <laughs> oh, good. So we had YouTubers off the edge, and now we have vegans gone off the edge. Oh, some God of them damn, happen to be. Some of them happen to be YouTubers. Bye. Oh, God damn. <laughs> but anyway, we won't name any names, obviously. No, um, of course not. But again, thank you so much for tuning in to the Savage Podcast. Um, you know, hopefully this was a little insight into our thoughts on the craziness of the YouTubers and how some mm-hmm. of them have gone off the edge. And don't get me wrong. <laughs> don't get us wrong that there's a lot of great YouTubers out there with some great content and everything else. But we're just, you know, kind of talking about questioning some of the stuff that's out there and, you know, mm-hmm. think about how it makes you feel and all that kind of stuff. Um, so if you like this episode, be sure to give us a thumbs up. If you're watching on YouTube, um, be sure to subscribe. Give us a little review, a little exactly. review on, uh, on Apple. Is, is, well, fuck. I don't even know. What is it? No, no, iTunes. It's, yeah. <laughs> iTunes. Yeah. Not <laughs> Apple. Apple. Don't give us a review Follow on Apple. Us that on will Spotify. Get... What else is there, yeah. Daniel? So, so yeah. Follow us tell on Spotify. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Oh yeah. Tell Yeah. And if you like this content, let us know. And we're always open to hear like new ideas, new things that you want us to talk about. Um, again, we just want to keep this very fresh and exciting for you guys. So yeah. And just follow us on all social media platforms, the Savage podcast, and also check us out on Patreon. If you haven't already at patreon.com slash the Savage podcast for bonus episodes and every episode early. Yes. All right. Thank you for that lovely outro, Daniel. Should we say goodbye? Oh, I'm not ready. But yeah, let's say, let's say goodbye. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. (laughs) See you later. (laughs) 